Hey, welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask at SWATradio.com. And if you are listening to the podcast because you missed us live, you can also send your questions to uh, Facebook or Twitter. At SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. Doug is not in today, and we have Brad Sykes in uh, sitting in the captain's chair uh, joining us. So we're br- glad to have you back on. I know you ha- I haven't been on with you before, but you were my predecessor, so it's cool to have you in today. <clears throat> well, Taylor, good to be here, and uh, Steve, good to see you, brother. And uh, I, listen, I'm just glad Doug invited me back. I mean, uh, but I do listen to you guys regularly. People have sent me messages, and those of you who may be listening who've texted me, when are you going to be on SWAT? Well, here I am. Call us today. And yeah. uh, you know, I don't. I should remember the number. What is it? Uh, what is it's the phone number? One eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. Again, that's one eight four four triple seven SWAT. Taylor, you you have definitely you're you're called the radio. There's no question. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I used to whenever Doug would leave and I would take the head, the, you know, what I call the captain's seat. Uh, I would put on his headset, I'd get his mic, and I thought, man, I sound better with this mic. <laughs> but I'm listening to you, which is where I usually would have sat, and uh, you sound way better than I ever sounded. Oh, I don't know about that. you, you got a great voice well, for radio. It. But good to be with you guys. And it was very difficult for me, as, as Steve brought us in, for me not to go, hey, welcome to SWAT Radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine it's a little bit different having uh, someone else doing that. That's great. Yeah. Have, have at it. Yeah, have you uh, been keeping up with any of the news over the past uh, weekend? You know, how could you not? Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. (laughs) I mean, you'd have to literally enter a cave to not be completely immersed somewhat. Although, so my wife and I have really been challenged. And listen, I think most people today already know how they're voting. Mm, You know, I don't think a debate's going to change their mind. Mm -hmm. I don't think somebody on Facebook's going to convince me otherwise. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just I'm I'm so over it. I'm so done with all this stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we're in the midst of a presidential election uh, that has become just it's tiresome, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the constant noise we hear through the media. I'm not a political junkie like some I know, but I'm exhausted. Yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's been uh, pretty, pretty hectic, pretty crazy. Uh, you know, I try to keep up with it. But, yeah, it's something that's like. And, you know, come around November 3rd, hopefully it's done then. But then now you got people saying, oh, well, you know, we're not going to know the results for weeks or months. And it's like, oh, man, you're going to have to keep going on with this. I mean, I think these elections are are really a reminder of the deep flaw and the corruption present, even in the best of humanity. Mm -hmm. I mean, it just I uh, I was at some place last week and uh, the the store had a had a radio on or something going and i could hear it mm. and uh i bet in the in the 30 minutes i was in that store i heard a joe biden commercial 12 times oh, I, I kid you not and it you know it was hard to get away from yeah and most of what i was hearing i just was like this is just 
deception. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. just total deception. You know, I was thinking, you were at, uh, I think you were at the SWAT retreat this mm-hmm. year, weren't yeah. you? I when H.B. Charles yeah. uh, shared. I think he, sh- and I'm, I may be wrong, correct me if I am, I think he shared from Proverbs 30. I'm going to look yeah, it up while he I'm did. here. So, um, But Proverbs 30, verse 7, and uh, for those of you who are tuned in who were at that, maybe you can call me and correct me. I may be wrong, but I think it was Proverbs 30, verse 7, uh, which says, sorry, okay, here we go. So this is uh, Agur. Yep. Um, Agur says in verse 7, Two things I ask of thee, do not refuse me before I die. And I love how H.B. Charles said this. He goes, you know, he's praying with the end of his life in mind. Yeah. I don't know how many of us pray like that. Right. But verse 8 says, Keep deception and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is my portion, lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be in want and steal and profane the name of God. But I, I, I that verse uh, 7, I mean, verse uh, um, two things I ask of thee, do not refuse me. Before I die, verse 8, keep deception and lies far from me. Yeah. You think about that in light of the media today. How do you do that? Yeah, right. How do you, how do you, how do you tune in to the news and yet keep lies and deception far from you? Very difficult. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I, I, I couldn't tell you how to go about doing that. You know, I mean, I think the, the best thing to do is have a firm, uh, grounding in, in your faith and in the scriptures yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, ask for discernment as you're hearing the news, you know? Right. So I was having a, having a little text conversation with a friend who is uh, voting different than me and I, and I'm fine. I mean, if you're voting different than the way I'm voting, I, I'm fine with that. However, if you're a good friend of mine, I'm going to challenge you. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to throw some things at you. And, uh, and, I think for the most part, we, we are in agreement on a lot of things, but mm. there's some really fundamental things that I think he is unaware of seeing kind of down the road. If, mm. In yeah. other words, if, if you reverse 10 years, go back 10 years ago or 30 years ago, and look at the trajectory of our nation, yep. then it makes sense that you would go ahead 30 years and ask yourself, where will we be 30 years from now? Yeah, And so I think it's a... And, and and ultimately, I asked him, as a Christian, we there has to be a priority toward God's laws, mm-hmm. not man's laws. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a that's something we really need to ask: is am I am I more inclined to um, lean toward man's laws or God's laws? I mean, if man's laws violate God's laws, who are you going to obey? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, because if if man's laws violate God's laws, they are not, you, you can't obey them. That's right. You know, and that's right. And I think that's where a lot of people maybe feel like, Oh, well, I don't know. You know, you're supposed to respect authority, but God's the ultimate authority. And if, if a government is not, um, you know, beholden to God, we have to be as individuals, you know, and that doesn't mean, you know, do like those people up in, uh, Michigan, yeah, you know, and I'm not not saying that, but I'm just saying you got to know who your allegiance is to. Well, and I mean, often I know you hear it, we all hear it. Is you know, we need to be loving toward people who, you know, maybe it's the 
gay, lesbian, LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. community. And, and, and you know what? I agree. Yeah. Um, I agree. We need to be loving, but let's define what love is. I was just about to say there. Yeah. Uh, there has to be a definition of what love is. Yeah. And, and I don't think any Christian, any born again believer who says that who defines love, Christ defined love mm-hmm. while we were yet sinners. He died yeah. for us. He died for the ungodly. Uh, Jesus did not, uh, did not not confront sin. Uh, yeah. He confronted sin. And mm-hmm. so often we're accused as being unloving when we confront sin. And, I mean, I think that's a it's I, a dangerous spot. To yeah, be. I think it's definitely two different uh, views on what love is because they say, oh, that's unloving to confront. And, I mean, to me, it would be unloving not to say something. You Listen, know what I, mean? I, I, got, I got four grandsons, mm-hmm. and they are rowdy. <laughs> I mean, they're four boys under the age of four. Oh, wow. They're running like crazy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. They they put a little new energy in me. But listen, if we're playing on the driveway and one of them starts to dart out into the street, yeah, is it unloving for me to go, eh, I don't want to offend him. <laughs> you know, he might get his feelings hurt. Yeah, you know what I mean? How yeah. ridiculous is that? Right. Listen, yeah. as followers of Christ, God's law, if Listen, if I'm in sin or you're in sin, if I love you, I got to call that out. Yeah. I got to call it out in a loving way. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm to first examine my own life. Yeah. You know, get, get the two by four out of my own eye before I get the right. speck out of yours. Yeah. And it requires prayer and it requires that I come to you in humility mm-hmm. because I love my brother. You know, I, yeah. it, you ever, walk, I don't know, you ever stubbed your toe really bad? Yeah. You know, you're, you know, flip flops, you stub your toe. Yep. It's amazing how just a little toe can affect your whole body. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's it's you know I don't know. There's just so many different illustrations there regarding the body of Christ. Oh yeah, and yeah. that when our brother or sister is in sin, listen, if we really love them, really love them, mm-hmm. not we love them to the point where I want them to still like me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. But you actually care about them and where they're going and how their life is going to be, and especially like you say, if they are you know, of the body, if they are professing to be a follower of Christ, you know, cause obviously, um, you're, is different, you know, dynamics if they're not a Christian, but yeah, especially if they're a Christian, oh, man. you, you've got to stand up and say, you know, in a loving way, obviously. And what's to say, go to them privately. And then if that doesn't work, go to them, uh, with, uh, with witnesses. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know, um, but yeah. And then ultimately what's it say to do to cast them exactly. out, cast them and, out. That's a that's a loving act though. Wow, it, it seems very harsh, but you know that I I don't think it's put there to be like oh just be harsh I, to him. I think that's like this is the best option for them. Listen, to learn. I, there are probably people listening to us right now who may have had children they've had to toss mm. out, yeah. and and I've never had to do that. Yeah. Now I've I've wanted to a few times, <laughs> but the loving thing to do is to cast them out. They need to learn on their own sometimes. I mean, sometimes it's kind of like. I mean, people ask, are is are we under God's curse? I'm like, mm. absolutely we are. <laughs> yeah. We have been given over to sinful desires. Yeah. Look around, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes that is required. Yeah. And that's the, that picture of casting them away. Yeah, because what is the option? that what there's the I know for me it's like, man, we got to return. And so if, if there's more people in the society to say that, then it will ultimately be a good thing. Absolutely. All right, we will be back with more after the break. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned.
If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTR app store or over the internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. On my life, I've been told I belong. We'll all never get it right But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time Cause I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody All about somebody Who saved my soul Ever since you rescued me You gave my heart a song to sing I'm living for the world Right. And David brought a rock to a sword fight You picked 12 outsiders nobody would have chosen And you changed the world Well, the moral of the story is Everybody's got a purpose So when I hear that devil start talking to me Saying, who do you think you are? I say, I'm just a That is Nobody by Casting Crowns. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, Doug is out today, and we have Brad Sykes in. Uh, glad to have him back. Uh, we have been talking a little bit about what's been going on in the uh, in the world today, in the country. And, Brad, I had a question for you. I asked uh, Bob Grumman. We had him on, on on Friday. And just kind of with what's been going on in the past six months and you know, the, the pandemic and the violence that we've seen uh, spill out into the streets and then violence even uh, uh, last on Saturday, a man got shot in mm-hmm. the face uh, in Denver. Yeah. Um, and then yesterday they uh, tore down statues of Abraham Lincoln and mm-hmm. uh, Theodore Roosevelt. How what's your feeling about kind of where we are as a nation and where we're headed and what we as a church should do about it? Wow. <clears throat> well, I think I know that's a loaded you know, question. Yeah, that's a that's a okay. What do we have? We have tomorrow too, <laughs> yeah, don't we? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you know it's. It, I think it's crazy 
you know, let's just go back six months. Mm. I, I remember the day we shut everything down, yeah. you know, little did we know what was going to happen, you know, just a couple of months later yeah. with the death of George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the reality is uh, I was having a conversation with a guy last week also about the, um, what is, what is the girl's name? Taylor. Oh, Brianna, uh, Taylor. Brianna Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things, they're tragic. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really are. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not uh, saying, well, they deserved that. The reality is there is due process. Mm-hmm. We, we have laws in place to protect. And I understand there, there's a ten, tendency for certain groups to maybe feel like they, they aren't treated justly. Yeah. You know, and, and there's no question we, we have to address those issues. Mm-hmm. But is the answer to remove history, to, to just abolish history? Um, looking at, uh, I was doing a study of Abimelech, mm. you know, Abimelech, uh, you, you go check out that and what he did. And basically he wanted to reverse history and yeah. just get rid of history. And that's what we're trying to do. And I say, we're trying to do, I mean, that's what a certain element yeah, is trying to Absolutely. do. And I mean, the fact is we don't look at history and go, well, let's rejoice in history. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. celebrate history. I mean, certainly there are things to celebrate, but the reality is we learn from history. Yeah. And to just remove it is to say it never happened. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think that would be wrong to do that, even in the areas where we're not proud of. Yeah. You know, listen, can you imagine how many statues we would have to remove if you and I had statues? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It, it, I mean, they would be removing my statue, yeah. you know, yours, mm-hmm. Steve's, I yep. mean, Doug's, everybody's statue would be removed because we're flawed human beings. Yeah. We're made in the image of Christ, but we are, we are racked in sin. We're infected with the disease of sin. Yeah. And so was Abraham Lincoln and Andrew Jackson and just go down the list right. of people. Um, so I think that um, it's, it's just, it's awful. It's yeah. just awful. I don't know what what else to say other <laughs> yeah. than to go, you know, I think it's awful that we're not letting due process take its take its place. Let's yeah. let it play out. Mm-hmm. You know, the the Brianna Taylor thing is I mean, I'm 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 not always happy with the outcome of certain um cases. Yeah. But the reality is there was a grand jury that heard the case. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure do you think that grand jury wasn't under some pressure to yeah. bring about a conviction of yeah. murder mm-hmm. or something like that. Absolutely, they were. I mean, when you got LeBron James breathing down your neck mm-hmm. and Oprah Winfrey and all, everybody else yeah. of any kind of celebrity status knowing, yeah, that's a scary thought. And yet a grand jury comes forth with their decision. Yeah, and it's kind of, you know, that led to a lot of rage and stuff uh, for people. But the kind of the way you just laid it out there, that's actually, that should be something that we should have more faith in our institutions rather than less. I mean, if you look all the way back to um, the Boston Massacre where, yes. uh, you know, uh, Adams, uh, he defended the, the, the colonial, or excuse me, the, uh, the regulars, the, the Redcoats in that case, yeah. to prove that our systems were good and that they worked and that we weren't people that are just out for vengeance. And, and now more and more we're seeing that instead of wanting justice, there's a lot of people who want vengeance and that's not just in you know race relations or anything like that but like in media that we consume you know and the, the shows that we watch now we don't see we see a lot of people taking vengeance into their own well absolutely and you know and i mean listen in all of us there is a 
a um, there's a seed of justice. We mm, want yeah. justice, mm-hmm. but most of the time, we really just want revenge. Yeah, you know, you you put me on I ninety five. Somebody cuts me off. <laughs> there's something in me that comes out. Yeah. Now I may not take action, but I'll tell you, my heart does. Mm-hmm. Jesus said. It doesn't matter what you do. I mean, right. yes, it does matter what you do, but I'm going to take it a little bit deeper. Have you ever thought about running somebody off the road on I-95? Yep. <laughs> then you're guilty. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I think there's a reminder that we as as followers of Christ, this is not our home. Mm-hmm. We're, we're just we're just moving through. <laughs> yeah. Now we're here for a purpose, and I think it's important for people to remember that evil exists. Evil exists, mm-hmm. and we're not going to get around that, at least here on this earth. Yeah. You know, our home is in glory, yeah. and when we enter glory, all this other stuff, it goes away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking at some notes here. Evil exists, and here is why. God, God, listen, the reality is God will deal with evil. Yeah. I think people feel like in our world that there's no justice. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to give justice the, you know, a try. We're gonna we're gonna give every effort to make sure justice is served. Mm-hmm. But in some cases, justice may not be what you want. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. uh, God's gonna deal with evil. I mean, the reality is, why does you know why does God allow bad things to happen? Because this isn't the this isn't our eternal home. Yeah, and you know that's a big hang up for a lot of people. I think that you know the the existence of evil. Um, I think. Uh, the problem of evil. I can't remember who wrote that. I think it was C.S. Lewis. But uh, you know, kind of talking about if you want free will, then there has to be the possibility of evil. And God, in His infinite wisdom, decided He wanted us to be able to love. And if we have the capa- uh, capability to love, we have to have the capability to choose to love. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, then we can choose um, to to go away from loving God. And some of what we see is a consequence of that. And that, like you say, isn't going to be made right until the day of judgment. Right. You know, so. Right. Well, you know, these are these are really crazy times. Um, You know, I think that Christians were often tempted to despair. I mean, Mm -hmm. we're, you know, thinking even about the election. Christians are wondering if it's even worth, you know, voting. Yeah. You know, if the politicians and the progress, the programs offered are even worth engaging in. Yeah. Some may think it's better to simply sit out an election. Mm-hmm. Uh, others wonder if by voting they are, you know, usurping the sovereignty of a God who works through the affairs of men mm. to put in power whom he will. And, you know, this is the discussion we ought to be having is do you serve, as a believer, do you serve a sovereign God? Yeah. And if you don't, then that's not a God I want to serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about that. If God is not fully in control and, you know, and allowing things to happen, evil mm-hmm. and good, is that a God you want to serve and worship and praise? Listen, I want a God who's in, he, he may not have authored that evil, mm-hmm. but he allows it to happen Yeah, because he's got a greater purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like, you know, talking about voting. It was interesting that last one you read there about, uh, he, who works through the affairs of men, but people are using that to say, well, maybe I shouldn't vote. Well, you're a human, you know, you're a man as far as the human race. Yeah. You're part of those affairs of man that he can work through. Uh, it just would be interesting that someone would say, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't vote. 
because of that. And I think, uh, you know, Doug's uh, interview on Thursday of last week with uh, Dr. Wayne Grudem, if you haven't listened, go back and listen to that, uh, that you can find it on SWATradio.com or you, where the, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, SWAT app. Uh, but he had a great, um, did a great job uh, interviewing him, and he talked about kind of why we should vote. Yeah. And I, I think he, he said uh, that God's blessed us with the ability to have a little bit of authority in uh, something, something to the effect of a little bit of authority in the process. Well, um, I think it's a, it's a fundamental stewardship that yeah. we have, I believe, and that uh, we should vote you know, number one, out of a love for our neighbor, mm, yeah. you know, is that uh, the prophet Jeremiah told the Jewish exiles in pagan Babylon to seek the welfare of their city by building, planting, creating, and cultivating. And uh, this was difficult instruction from the people of God thrust into a culture where their way of life yeah. and their values were out of step with those around them. Mm. You know, and that's where we are. Yeah. You know, we, we're really exiles, yeah. <laughs> you know. In a foreign land. Yep. Uh, so I think voting is, is very important. I know we're going to take another break, but, I mean, obviously the big show in D.C. today is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the, the Supreme Court hearings um, or the confirmation hearings on, uh, what is it, Amy? Amy Coney Barrett. Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if you've caught any of it yet. No, I have not seen any of it yet. I saw that uh, her opening statements or her opening speech was made available, and people were upset about that. Um, I didn't actually get a chance to listen uh, to anything yet, though. But it, I, yeah, that's uh, it's the partisan divide is on full display right there. Because I mean, as far as can be deciphered, she seems like an excellent candidate to be a judge regardless yeah. of if you're right or left you no know? question no yeah. question but uh, i know that's enough of that we'll yeah. probably move on in the next segment yeah. to hebrews <laughs> yeah so stick with us we will be back with more after the news we'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors ace door and window as well as a special thanks to our sponsors tom neal trucking and our sponsor jeff andrews of highway to eternity ministries if you would like to sponsor the program please email us at doug at squatradio.com that's doug at SWATradio.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. At SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. And as I said, you can uh, go to the website and listen to Wayne Grudem's uh, interview uh, last Thursday. Make sure you check that out. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That is Ren Collective with Rescuer. If you are just joining us, Doug McCary is out for the day, and we have Brad Sykes in with us. And uh, in the first few segments, first half of the show, we talked a little bit about the news, um, what's been going on in the world and in the country over the past six months since uh, um, Brad's been back on the radio, so kind of <laughs> getting a catch up with that. But we are going to be talking about uh, Hebrews today, chapter 11. We're going to finish up the chapter. That's um, verses 30 through 40. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to be getting into that. And Hey, Taylor, before we do, somebody texted me just a second ago <clears throat> just about my uh, why we should vote. Mm. And I, I, I want to real quickly just hit on these things because I wrote them out for a person that I'm yeah. really challenging in this area. I won't read everything I've put, but I, this, number one, we should vote out of love for our neighbor. Yeah. Uh, the prophet Jeremiah told the Jewish exiles in pagan Babylon to seek the welfare of their city by building, planning, creating, and cultivating. The second thing is we should vote because God has given us a stewardship for which we will be held accountable. In, in a representative republic like the United States, citizens are given a share of power, uh, and we're tasked with electing our local, state, and national leaders. Uh, it's not a perfect system. We all would agree with that. And history has shown that even in, in, in a great country like the United States, the system can at times be gained and manipulated. Mm-hmm. So, But that doesn't excuse you for not voting. Go, go read Romans 13. And then thirdly, we should vote because it can help speak up for the vulnerable and help gospel advance. Mm-hmm. You know, spiritual warriors advancing truth is what SWAT stands for. If we're going to advance truth, we need the freedom, the yep. religious freedoms yep. that our Constitution gives us to advance truth. And what is truth? Jesus said, thy word is truth. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um, you know, I know that there's a there's a lost and blind world out there that doesn't want to hear that. But as people who are exiles, listen, that's what we're called to do. And it, kind of back to our first segment that we talked about. If we love people, we're going to speak truth into their lives yeah. in a loving way. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you saying you love somebody and not telling them the truth is not very loving, in my opinion. Yeah. So anyway, sorry to get on that soapbox, but uh, no, that's good stuff. Um, yeah. And by the way, um, good to be here. It is good to be back in studio. Um, uh, Doug will be out not only today but also tomorrow. Uh, we, Taylor and I are going to cover uh, Hebrews uh, chapter. What are we on? Chapter eleven. Yep. And uh, we're going to look at about ten verses here. I'll read them in just a second. But I also want to let you guys know that uh, Doug is going to have a couple of uh, guests that we've had on air before. Uh, Al Moeller, who is the president of Southern Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky. He's also the president of Boyce College. Probably not a more well-read believer, a Christian leader in our country, in fact, in the world today, I don't believe. Mm. Wayne Grudem would certainly be there as well. In fact, I was on a a Zoom call the other day with both Wayne Grudem and Al Moeller. I wasn't there to speak. I was just really <laughs> sitting watching, and it was like, wow, <laughs> I can listen to these guys all day. The other guy is one of my all-time favorites I was sharing with you before we came on the air today is Tommy Nelson. Tommy is the pastor of Denton Bible Church. It, it, there's a couple of, couple of things I would encourage our listeners before before he comes on. I think it's Thursday he'll be on. Um, Tommy Nelson did a, uh, did a uh, sermon on the – Sunday before the election in 2016, and it's called The Continental Divide. Mm. And I would really encourage you, go listen to that. It's on YouTube. It's got, I don't know how many millions of hits on it. 
Um, but it's a powerful, powerful message. He also did about two weeks ago a thing with Alan West yep. uh, called um, Vote by Faith. Mm. It's really good. So you can check out both of those. But don't miss Al Mohler. Don't miss Tommy Nelson. You can miss me, <laughs> but don't miss those guys. Trust me. So anyway, you want to jump in. You want to read these. These uh, So we're in Hebrews chapter 11. Yeah. Uh, Doug won't be happy with me if, I do, if we don't jump into the text yeah, for this right. week. All right, and, yeah. and, and and we'll kind of unpack it a little bit as we work our way through it. All right, I'll start reading, and you tell me if you need me to stop. No, keep going. All right. Um, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were dis- disobedient because she had been a friendly welcome to the spies. And what more shall I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, uh, uh, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who thought faith, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women, women received their dead by resurrection. Some were tortured, refusing to accept release so that they might rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn in two, they were killed with the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering about in deserts and mountains, and in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, through, uh, though commanded through their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better for us, that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. May God bless the reading of his word. Wow. That is, uh, what if you what if you were to encounter somebody who is thinking about Christianity? Mm. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking about it. Is that the passage you would read to him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. You know, it, we live in a world <clears throat> where people tend to make a decision for Christ based on what they're going to get out of it. Yeah. Not really realizing what may be required, mm-hmm. what may be demanded. And I mean, you, you read through some things in that text and much of wit, which Doug will kind of un- unpack later in the week, but just things like they were stoned. They were sawn, sawn in two. Mm-hmm. They were tempted. They were put to death with sword. They were, they went about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, ill-treated. Men of whom the world was not worthy. Wandering in deserts and mountains and caves and holes in the ground. I mean, just you just go on. What, what if yeah. you were to tell a new follower or somebody who's considering Christ as Lord and Savior, Hey, before you make that decision, go read Hebrews 11, verses 30 through 40, and then come back to me. Listen, Taylor, I know guys who do that. They, mm. they, they don't take easy believism. Yeah. They, they just, they'll challenge you to say, hey, this ain't going to be easy. I would imagine you do that. You're going to get some people who, they're, you know, they're for real. You're going to get. You, some some strong people who come into the faith who have some you know courage about them and you know that's I, I Doug uh, talked a few weeks ago about how in Iran they kind of give a little pamphlet of you know before you join the church you need to be ready to 
to die, to be beaten, to be put in prison mm-hmm. and to lose all that you have. Um, and, you know, to me, that's kind of like, I wish that's how the gospel had been presented to me, you know, yeah. as a young, a young, uh, teen boy, you know, I mean, I was a Christian younger than that, but you know, sure. it would have a much more of like a, Oh man, you know, there's, there's something in the, the, in the faith for me, you know, that there's a, an ability to step out in faith, live in courage and be valiant. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of people in, in our country today who would be like, eh, no, that's not for me. But I <clears throat> oh, think absolutely. there's a, also probably a number of people who would think that Christianity has nothing for them who would read something like that and be like, Oh, yeah. well, hold on now. Yeah. Let me, let yeah. me find out some more. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> it's a false gospel most of the time that's yeah. preached. It's it's not, you know, and, and and here's the reality. We're going to look at two things this week. We're going to look at courage, um, and then we're going to look at conviction. And just uh, just kind of looking at my notes because Doug taught this this past week that courage is demonstrated when we obey the word of the Lord, even when it goes against you know, our own nature to mm-hmm. protect ourselves. And, and and courage is is really what is required to go into the battle. Yeah. Courage is what's required to go into the battle. Conviction is what's required to go all the way through yeah. to the end. Yeah. And and you think about it in your life. Have you ever run a marathon? Ever no. Done anything? So, I, I don't know, three or four of my kids have all run marathons. Wow. And not because their dad did it. Trust yeah. me, don't. Don't uh, don't think I've done that, but I know that they've all trained for that. And of course, you, you know, you're athlete. Your dad's an athlete. And you think about what's going to be required. And Doug talks a lot about it as a Marine. Yeah. You know, you don't sign up to go to the Marines and they go, "Hey, this is going to be great. You're yeah. going to love this." Yeah. You know, the reality is, if you're going to run a marathon, there's going to be some pain. There's mm-hmm. going to be some difficulty, and it's courageous to actually say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to do this." Yeah, and it's conviction. That's going to get you through it. Mm. Maybe that's not a great illustration, right. but the reality is this is the hall of fame of faith that yeah. we're looking at here in Hebrews. And uh, anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's such a powerful text because again, I think this is an area where as those of us who are advancing truth, we have to speak truth into the lives of those who are, we're evangelizing and those we're discipling is that, listen, your faith is going to require courage, yeah. and it's going to require saying things, doing things, acting upon things that may not be favorable for you physically, emotionally, spiritually. So, anyway, I know we're going to take a break here, but uh, yeah, that's that's good. So make sure you stick with us to uh, hear Brad talk some more about that. That's some good stuff right there. We will be back with more after the break. Um, we'd like to give a shout out to our listeners listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WMER. Stay tuned. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. 
Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. Sky traced out by the city lights, my world from a mile high. Best seat in the house tonight. Touchdown in the cold black top. Hold on for the sudden stop. Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos. All those people going somewhere. Why have I never cared? Give me your eyes for just one second Give me your eyes so I can see Everything that I keep missing Give me your love for humanity Give me your arms for the broken hearted The ones that are far beyond my reach Give me your heart for the ones forgotten Give me your eyes so I can see Yeah 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 Step out on a busy street See a girl in our eyes meet Does her best to smile at me To hide what's underneath There's a man just to right Black suit and a bright red tie Too ashamed to tell his That is Brandon Heath with Give Me Your Eyes. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, uh, I'm joined with Brad Sykes in filling in for Doug today. We just started talking about Hebrews in the last segment, um, and a little bit before that we were talking about uh, the news of the day. So if you missed any of that, you can go to www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com if you would like to listen what you missed, or you can uh, listen wherever you listen to your podcast by searching SWAT Radio. Uh, So we're going to continue talking about Hebrews uh, chapter 11, verses 30 through 40. I'm going to give you a quick uh, rundown of uh, a review kind of where we've been and getting into uh, specifically talking about Joshua. If you have any questions or would like to join the discussion, please call us at one eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. That's one eight four four triple seven SWAT. Or you can email us at Taylor at SWAT radio.com. That's Taylor at SWAT radio.com. Boy, that's good, Taylor. <laughs> By the way, that Brandon he song, Give Me Your Eyes. Yeah. I love that. I love that song. And, I mean, I think that's a prayer for me. Yeah. It, it, you know, I need God's eyes because, boy, I am a selfish dude mm. who is all out for me most of the time. I, and, I, uh, I can relate to you on that one. Yeah. It's, a, it's a song totally relevant to what we're dealing with yeah. in our world today. And, and by the way, yeah, I want to just kind of quickly do just a very quick overview of Hebrews if you've never studied Hebrews, uh, obviously, uh, w- invite you to come to the SWAT Bible Studies. You can go to SWATradio.com, look up the various Bible studies that exist around the around town. But 
it's been a great study of Hebrews. I've studied it. I've taught it. And I just, I love it. And, uh, you know, right up front, there's, there's four warnings that are given in Hebrews. Uh, the first is in Hebrews chapter two, those that ignore his invitation. Uh, he, he's basically saying, Hey, don't drift away from the message. Second Hebrews chapter three, that those that hear, but harden their heart. There's a tendency to hear. And then we harden our heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't fit what we want. And so our hearts can become very hardened. You, you think about the world we live in today. I, I talked about, look look back 30 years and, and look at the trajectory. You know what that is? That's a hardened heart. That's yeah. a calloused heart. We've become very calloused to the things of God. Mm-hmm. And in Hebrews chapter 3, he says, you know, ears to hear. You know, what he's saying is, don't harden your heart. He gives a third warning in Hebrews chapter 5. Don't waver. There is a tendency, especially in, when things get tough, yep. when you're put to the test, to waver. He's saying, no, be all in. Be all in. The fourth warning is in chapter 10 of Hebrews where it talks about don't be an apostate. People say, what, what does that really mean? Well, an apostate really means to, to know the truth, then reject the truth. You know, yeah. I'm sure your mama raised you that way. You know the truth. Mm-hmm. Your actions are going to demonstrate whether you reject it or you accept it. Yep. Listen, the truth is not all. We've talked a lot about that. Listen, mm-hmm. we love somebody. We're going to speak truth into their life. Don't reject doing that. And yet, I think most of our churches, even from the pulpit, yep. don't want to teach truth yep. because, boy, it might be offensive. It might hurt somebody's feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, you know, Jesus said, Matthew 7, many will say to me, Lord, Lord. Yeah. Listen, our, our churches are full of those kind of people, and I think we've got to confront that. Yeah, and, and he so, also said, um, you know, I, I came not to bring peace but the sword and put a father against his son and uh, a father-in-law against his uh, uh, son-in-law and, and so on and so oh. forth. So we got to be realizing that the truth can sometimes offend and offend even uh those in our own households. Yeah. This is where you got to put God's law. Yeah. God's word trumps everything else, you know, and, uh, but it's, it's a great challenge. And I think, uh, many of us struggle with that. It's mm. not like, Oh, well, it's just, you know, I've got so much courage. It doesn't even bother me. <laughs> yeah. I need courage to do these things. And so anyway, it kind of moves through Hebrews seven talks about Melchizedek. They were the only ones who were, you know, Jesus came in the order of Melchizedek. Well, what does that really mean? Melchizedek was the only one who was a both priest and king. That was a very convicting area of our life to realize Jesus is both priest and king. If he's your savior, then he's your Lord. Yeah. He can't be one only. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yet most of us really we want Jesus to be our savior, but we don't want him to be our Lord. In other words, save me, God. But don't tell me what to do. Don't <laughs> yeah. tell me how to live my life. And boy, that is a challenge. In every little nook and cranny of your life, put him to the test. Is he Lord and King in your life? Is is he save, Lord and Savior in your life? Yeah. And I'm talking about every area mm-hmm. of your life. Because to me, Paul says, examine yourself. It's this, it's this surgery term where you open up, you're, yeah. you're wide open. You're filleted open, and you're you're examining these areas of your life that maybe, just maybe, you haven't completely surrendered to the Lord. 
And then in chapter 11, the character and demands of faith. God reveals the author of our faith, the motivation for our faith, the demonstration of our faith, the journey of our faith, the security of our faith, the supremacy of our faith. And, I mean, boy, this is so, so powerful, and which kind of gets us into the text that we're looking at today. And I wanted you to read, you, you've read Hebrews 11, 30 through 40. If you would, read Joshua 1, 9. And uh, it's a passage many of us have heard. So if you would, just read that real quick. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be frightened, and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Okay, so. <clears throat> what's going on here? <laughs> you know, courage, I was thinking, in fact, some of my notes from last week were the fact that, you know, Joshua, who's he been hanging out with for a while? Moses. Moses. Yeah. Man, can you imagine being side by side with Moses through 40 years in the wilderness, watching the failures and the rejection of God's provision mm. and not just wanting to, you know, pull your hair out, not wanting to just throw your hands up and go, I give up, I give up, you know, and, and here's this, this command, be courageous. I've not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed uh, for the Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. I think of Jesus and his last command, you know, go make disciples Mm. Now, boy, that's a easy, that, that sounds great. Go make disciples. But when you really think about what does that look like, man, it's a scary proposition. Go yeah. make disciples. But Jesus said, <clears throat> hey, just a little reminder here before I close out and ascend. Remember, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you always. Because the reality is you and I and those listening to us, courage is knowing that Christ is with us in the midst of these very challenging times. And you, you can go back over now to Hebrews chapter 11, <clears throat> and you, you realize that <clears throat> uh, the writer really puts on display those who are walking and living by faith. Not perfect. It says, verse 30, by faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. Now, Imagine the command, hey, here's what I want you to do there in Jericho. Yeah. Now, you think about that, all, most of us would have gone, say, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's not going to work. I don't know. Have you ever done that? I'm sure you never did that to your dad or your mom. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You questioned. <clears throat> yeah, definitely questioned. And especially if you think about uh, Joshua, he's kind of like, I mean, everybody, they he's been around, but he hasn't been the top dog. You know what I mean? And and so people got to be kind of like looking at him a little sideways, like, well, where's Moses at? You know, is this what he, Moses, are you sure you're? Yeah, no, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's, uh, I think that's part of the be strong and courageous because, you know, for a long time he was walking, but he wasn't the leader, you know, and then now Moses is gone. <clears throat> they were probably expecting Moses to take him into the promised land. And now it's like, oh. Yeah. Moses says, hey, bud, yeah, I'm out, man. Yeah, it's on uh, you. I'm not getting to go there, yeah. I, but I, here's what you're going to do. And, and you think about, you know, I th- Paul says in First Corinthians, uh, you know, says God, God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. Yeah. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. Now, interesting, he says, be strong, Joshua 1, 9, 
be strong. He's not talking about a physical strength. Yeah. He's talking about a strength of faith. Mm-hmm. Listen, your faith has got to be strong. And 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 the reality is, this had to be such an encouragement. To okay, here you know Joshua, he's going to tell his his warriors, hey, here's what we're going to do, and we're going to do it. And as a, as a leader, how important was it that he set the pace? Yeah. He said, hey, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. We're going to trust God in the process. Yeah. Wow. And that's that's the opening, you know, salvo into the promised land, too. And so for the people around, you can tell they already, uh, in in the text, you know, looking back in the story, they already knew who the Israelites were. And were like, oh, the Jericho had walled up their, uh, their cities, uh, their city. They were ready for them. They were fearing them. And then the, they win in that way. You got to think the rest of the people in the area are like, oh, man. Oh, they were like, yes, man. Let's, well, let's do it. The, all the other enemies who are about to get conquered are probably like, oh, after Jericho fell, that that they've got to be trembling. Absolutely. You know? Real quick, two questions before we close out. Number one, what am I fearing? Am I fearing man or just failure itself? Mm. Or am I fearing God? And then where am I compromising? We're going to touch on those two tomorrow as well. So. Yeah. So make sure that you tune in tomorrow as we get into that. You have been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual